This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. The Rudy Giuliani Show. This is Rudy Giuliani uh, with the Rudy Giuliani Show. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for uh, listening in and Hang on, we got a good show uh, today. We got Vicky Palladino, who is our kind of city councilwoman, with my uh, my son Andrew Giuliani, who's going to be with her. Uh, we're going to do we're going to do a little something we don't usually do: real estate appraisals. And uh, and right now, I would like to say to all of you who are part of the Trump derangement syndrome illness, uh, you better go see your doctor. Here he is on trial in front of a New York judge, New York Democratic judge from Manhattan, which means something, which I will explain to you in great detail. You think it means a real judge. I don't. So uh, he's and then the judge is being I mean, they really have gotten under the judge's skin. And they're making all these charges against them and. uh Marlago is worth only eighteen million, and he he put down half a bill or whatever, you know, so all that stuff. Um, meanwhile, in all the states that allegedly Biden stole in twenty twenty, uh, I remember him like it was yesterday. I remember going to Pennsylvania. That's where I got COVID. <laughs> I remember going to Michigan where I was mistreated by the Republicans in Michigan. I remember going to Arizona where the, um, where the Speaker of the House lied about me. <laughs> and of course I went to, uh, remember going to Georgia where they want me to put in jail the rest of my life. Do you think it's a coincidence that in every one of those states, here are two, here are a couple facts about them. On the evening of the election, in every one of these states, we went to bed and he was ahead. He lost every one of these states. Not two out of five or three out of five. or He lost every one. With ballots coming in from the left and the right, and they would never let us look at a piece of paper. Now he's ahead in Nevada by ten. He's ahead in Georgia by six. And he's on trial. He was ahead in Arizona by five. He's ahead in Michigan by five. And he's ahead in Pennsylvania where he was ahead by 750,000 votes, where statistical experts say it was impossible to change it. No, it isn't. Not if you're Pennsylvania and you cheat and you're the Democratic Party. He's ahead in all these states. I felt like putting out a thing and saying, this must be the results of the 2020 election. Maybe the New York Times should publish it. This is a New York Times poll, by the way. Which means not unfair to ask to add five more points to that. I've never seen him um, per, not perform five ten percent better in a New York Times poll. Even when he even when he would lose, he'd come up much further and closer. So that's it. He's losing in one place, Wisconsin, by two, two. That's within the margin of error, but they don't bother to say that. If it were if it were Biden, you know, they'd say margin of error. He's winning. Biden is winning by the margin of error. 
real era, because why would you vote for Biden? Now, interesting. This is a fascinating thing. If you run Trump in those states against Kamala <laughs> Harris, uh, he still wins, but by half that. In other words, Kamala <laughs> Harris is running better than Biden. Wow. Used to be the other way around, you know. About six months ago, when Trump and Biden were running within the margin of error, where uh, and Biden might be ahead a little more often than Trump, and Trump be ahead, they were within about two points. Um, she would run way behind Biden. Like uh, Trump would beat her by ten or five, and he'd be even with Biden, or Biden had beat him by two, or he beat Biden by two. She is now doing better than him. So something really bad has happened in the mind of Democrats uh, because Republicans <laughs> just all vote against them. So then that's a change. And independents so change. So I'm going to have to look at this poll much more carefully because I looked at the um, I looked at the uh, 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 Trump part of it very, very uh, carefully. And I saw him this weekend, and I wish I had had it when I saw him because I love his reaction to a poll like this. Um, but he was really kicking, you know, what in court. I, I see the, I see the, um, I see the, the people outside the courtroom there. You know, you know, I'm going to make a few points. For, for, first of all, let's stop. Um, would you like a little education on uh, New York uh, politics and New York law from someone that was knows both as an expert? Uh, first of all, uh, when they say a New York Supreme Court justice in Manhattan, the Bronx, Brooklyn, or Queens, and and uh, Trump says political hack, he's absolutely right to say it. They, uh, I know they say they're elected. Uh, the, the election is like the elections used to be in the old Soviet Union. So... Um, Let's look at the guy that Trump has there now, Engeron. I think he's run for election three times. Interesting way to run. I never had this. No opponent. Nobody's ever run against him. Now, he isn't that handsome. And his smile is kind of weird, right? Like when he smiles for the camera, he looks like a dodo, right? So he didn't win on his charm. He obviously has got a short fuse, temper. He got elected because the, the... Crooked apparatus of the Democratic Party selected him. Now, you've got to be naive not to know that a city like New York is a disgustingly crooked Democratic city. And it has been forever and whenever they're in power. It happens when you have power for too long and you take it for granted. Uh, it, and, and at the county leader level, is where all the problems are. Now, I haven't investigated New York for 20, 30 years, but I would bet it hasn't changed very much. Uh, I mean, I basically ripped the Koch administration apart. Uh, it may turn out that Koch is our last honest Democratic mayor. David Dinkins, uh, despite their people trying to uh, sanctify him, was a, just a damn crook, a complete crook, and I'll go give you the details anytime you want. Would have been prosecuted, but for the fact they didn't want to prosecute the first black mayor. Federal government had a stone cold case on him with a forgery in it. And, and we're talking about, a, you know, at least a million dollar bribe. Uh, but black mayor, first one, don't want to pro- prosecute him. I didn't want to challenge the election because he was the first black mayor. So I'm not criticizing it that much. This was right after the Crown Heights pogrom, uh, the Washington Heights riots. I mean, 
And I wasn't the mayor, so they weren't going to prevent riots. They're going to let Sharpton do them like they do now. They let them do riots. So uh, this in this crooked city, when you say state Supreme Court justice and they say he was elected, no, no, no way he gets on the ballot but for the boss of the Democrat Party in his case, Manhattan, Keith Wright, who's been the boss now for 12 years. That's a long time to be boss. That's the way they do it, you know, in China and ways do it in Russia. You have the job, you know. I think the one before him, Farrell, had it for 22, 23 years. Um, it's only been, only been about six in the last 50 years. Carmine DeSapio was the famous one. And I think Carmine went to jail. I think he did. May should have, but I don't remember if he did. He was totally tied up with the mob. Uh, and so was the party, by the way. So, I mean, he has every right uh, to, to be totally disgusted with this judge. I mean, to say, I don't want to hear what you have to say, just answer the question. This is not a jury trial, Judge. That We, we have those strict rules about you must answer yes, no, leading question, but all that stuff. We have that to protect the jury from being unfairly influenced, and someday I'll explain the rule of evidence. I used to teach it. But you don't apply the rule of evidence in a judge trial because a judge doesn't need to be protected against that. Theoretically, he's a well-educated lawyer, and he can take keep that out of his mind. In fact, a good judge that is down the middle wants to hear a defendant's explanation. Even if it's nonsense, he wants to hear it. So he can eva- – like when, the, when, when uh, the, the lawyer asks the defendant a question and the defendant goes on and the lawyer says, Your Honor, he's not answering my question, the judge – a good judge who has an open mind would say, well, let him talk. I mean, maybe he'll talk himself right into jail. Just let him talk. No, no, he's cutting him off. He's cutting him off because he's making points. I know. I just went through it. When I get a chance to tell you about it, you're going to be shocked. So it, it, I know right away that the guy is fixed when he doesn't want to listen to him. And there's something going on with that clerk. Every time they raise that clerk, this guy goes like into uh, – the fifth level of a conniption. Judges are supposed to be able to handle this stuff, you know, not lose it. And I look, I, I'm not I don't have contact with the defense with the with his lawyers here. But they're doing a great job of this guy blowing up. I mean, this is that's all reversible error. And when you get out of the state Supreme Court and you take it up to the app division or even the Court of Appeals. And possibly one day the Supreme Court, you might start getting some real judges. I mean, ones who are appointed on merit and not because the Democratic district leader wants something from them. I'll tell you what he definitely wants. A decision his way on every Democratic case. You know where I learned that? In law school. I was, I was taught in law school. I'll tell you who it was. Professor Irving Younger, who, uh, tragically died about 20 years ago, much too young. President Young said, "There, uh, the state Supreme Court got to watch them because they're all, you know, I don't know if he used the word political hack, but they're all much more political than they are lawyers, unlike the federal court. He said, however, some of them are very good despite that, but they're owned completely on election cases. That's what they owe to the party at minimum. If it's a Democratic party, like on, uh, like on 
uh, a case involving a uh, uh, zoning or a case involving uh, redistricting or they're going to go Democrat. You see it all over the country or Republican if if it's a Republican dominated court. So Trump has no chance. He has no chance. I mean, it's like a joke. The opinion's already written. But you think the judge would do a better job of of hiding it. But that they got something with that clerk. I'm telling you, he goes too nuts on that clerk. Something going on. I got to figure it out. And I got to figure out how he really got the job. You know, he's never run against anyone. I think I told you. He's never run against anyone. And he was a law clerk to a judge, which means he's even a little more political than the usual. He's very much a product of the machine. And the machine is not an honest machine. We will be back very shortly. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. The former mayor of New York City, Rudy Giuliani. On the Red Apple Podcast Network. This is Rudy Giuliani, back with the Rudy Giuliani Show. And, you know, every once in a while, somebody comes along that just stands out. You know, they're like a leader. And in the New York City Council, there's no doubt in my mind, and please don't, the other Republicans even don't get upset, okay? But this woman just stands out from the very beginning. She's a real leader for the values that are so darn important to us that we're fighting for, and that's Vicky Palladino. And she's got the guts to stand up for it. Vicky, how are you? Rudy, how are you? I'm great. It's the day before Election Day. Hey, Here Vicky, we go. How, how did you end up with a, with a pro-Hamas candidate in your race in Queens? Crazy, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, this is the candidate. This is the my opponent, as everybody knows who's listening. And for those who don't know, you know, he was the state senator here and he was the city councilman here. He's had ties to this guy as his liaison for the last 10 years or more. And it wasn't until the recent uh, October 7th attack on Israel that uh, this guy threw him a fundraiser. And, with this guy uh, about ten about ten years, right? Yes, ten years. So he claimed his thing was hacked. His Facebook page was hacked. Look, if you if you pay attention to your Facebook, which I do, uh, you know you pay attention to it every day, and you we start to see all this stuff that's coming on his page uh, that we were absolutely in disbelief. So as far as him trying to say he was hacked, if you have to take the stuff down right away, and if you hacked really bad, guess what you do. You shut your whole page down. He did neither. So, uh, Avella, there is so much you to Avella. Like we don't want Avella anyway. I mean, my God, it was no. just part of the crooked Democratic machine. Another one. He is, he's a liar. He's arrogant. And, uh, he's got the nerve to send out the most ridiculous, uh, and horrifying to some, uh, mail about me. But you know what I have, Rudy? I have the trust of the people. You do, and you've been working you, your tail off. You got, I'm sorry, I, I shouldn't have used that word. You've been working you. your backside have, off. 
Yes, I have been. And you know the good thing, like you know, you swore me in, Rudy. Um, I've always so been proud and truthful. Uh, thank you. Uh, and no more proud than I am. And I must say that my my people here, my constituents, they know most important of all is that the trust that they have in me is not something that I would ever betray. So I always tell them, good, bad, or indifferent, you will get the truth from me no matter what. So I expected all of this. And mind you, the ridiculous stuff that he is putting out is from five years ago and further. And most of the time, all it was was a simple handshake with somebody. You know, when you meet somebody, you shake somebody's hand. Oh, my hand. God, Vicky! I should, uh, I mean, if you want to get me on who I, I shook hands with, I have no right. idea where I'm shaking hands with half the time. Right, right. Or am and I supposed I, to take you know my what? hand away? Somebody puts their hand out, I'm going to go, I can't talk. I can't tell. I don't know. I'm, no, let no, me get no, you, you checked say, out. Hello, how are you? Yeah, oh, well, hello. How are you? Nice to meet you. So I, I, the people need to pay attention, most important they do. Uh, is that you called me a leader, and that's another no, thing. Uh, the people you in are. my district, they are seeing me lead. Uh, they are seeing me take hold of situations that uh, prior to me could not get done, infrastructure in College Point, infrastructure throughout my district. I babysit my district. This is my home, too, <laughs> and, I and, and, and I love it, and they know. I go into one school, and one school I go into, they call me Aunt Vicky. Uh, so, and that's an elementary school, and Vicky's coming to visit. So they know that they have trust, and I would never betray them in any way, shape, or you gotta form. Win, you got to win votes whenever you appear, just well, based I, on your enthusiasm. Yeah. I mean, the person, half these people, half, half your colleagues are sleeping most of the time. They, it's just all about getting to know you. But, you know, people think I just became – people who know me know me because I've lived here all my life. They know this is the Vicky Palladino, Vicky Alvarezio as my maiden name. Uh, this is just who she always was. So this is not a big shock. Uh, but to, to those who don't know me and got to know me over my two years, they now – know me as a real person they could go and touch and yeah. talk to. My office is second to none. And, um, again, I get the job done. I take the bull by the horns, and I get the job done. So everybody get out and vote tomorrow. Vicky uh, Palladino. Vicky Come on, Palladino. let's give her a big win. Right. And she's Thank not only say. good for her district, we need her. Who knows what's going to happen in this city in the next year with all this stuff yes. going on. We need You're someone right. who can speak out honestly. And give thank the city you. a sense we have some honest politicians in this city. Well, thank, thank God you, for you, Vicky. Rudy Giuliani. Rudy Giuliani. On the Red Apple Podcast Network. This is Rudy Giuliani, back with the Rudy Giuliani Show. Now, you, you vote for that Vicky Palladino if you're in her district. Huh? I mean, this is, uh, this, I mean, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take it a step further. She wouldn't be a bad mayor. She'd, uh, she'd have the guts to straighten out the garbage she's going to be left with. Uh, this city is in critically bad shape. I don't want to scare you or get you frightened or whatever, but I'm going to have to, going to have to do a piece on it or write something on it. It, 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 it's on the, on the brink of going the way of San Francisco and, and the mayor, the mayor, uh, I, I, I'm not going to credit the, um, the allegations about the mayor in terms of crookedness or not, because I think so much unfair has been done to Republicans on that. I just don't want to become part of that.
crowd. I mean, I'm not a, I'm not a dishonest lawyer like the ones at the Bar Association who are coming after me. I mean, they really are dishonest. I don't, maybe money dishonest. I don't know. They're intellectually dishonest because they're serving an ideological master. Uh, and it's the same thing with this judge. I mean, if this judge were to rule for Trump, he'd be dead in the Democrat party. He wouldn't be able to go anywhere. Same thing with the Bar Association people. If they rule for me, they wouldn't be able to go to any cocktail parties ever again. Because that's what it's like. That's what the Trump cancellation is like. And that's what they're like. They're insane on the subject of Trump. Because, honestly, deep down they know, like I do, and this is why they hate me, I know who they are. When that judge is sitting there, I know this doesn't come from God. This guy comes from a crooked Democratic machine. That's where you come from, Judge. So don't put on any airs with me, pal. (laughs) You're not there because of your merit. You're there because you kissed you know what, and who knows what else you did. But it wasn't good. You're a appointee of a political hack, and what does that make you? And you're acting like a hack. Another thing to rise above it. You're going right down into it. So let's go to Lewis in Florida. Yes, uh, Giuliani, what I wanted to say is I remember you and I remember Koch when I was growing up in Forest Hills, Queens. Okay. And you both had backbone. Uh, It seems like, well, I didn't know Koch that much. I knew you more. I knew Koch. And he he was honest, but I was a kid then, and so I didn't understand and he, he he acted like a Republican, far as I understand. Is that true? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Koch a very complicated guy, and he was very lucky I was a U.S. attorney and not somebody else because I ripped his entire administration apart. I mean, I put a lot of his people in prison, and I got a lot of them fired because there was a lot of crookedness in his administration, particularly the second part when he lost interest. But here's what I knew. And, and another U.S. attorney, and particularly the kind of ambitious ones they have now, would have prosecuted him, and they could have. I had people lying about him. I knew he was honest. And I know it's hard to believe he was naive. The guy was naive. And he had no idea that Manus was the crook that he was, uh, Stanley Friedman. Manus and Friedman had the kind of jobs that put this judge on the bench. That's that They were county leaders. And they were making millions in kickbacks. Oh, by the way, 100 grand a judgeship. You wanted to be a judge in Queens? Got to come up with 100 grand, either for Donald or the party, or both. Stanley, same thing. And what they expected of you was you were going to do every political case the way they wanted. And then every once in a while, they're going to come in for a score, like a big uh, slip and fall case where their favorite lawyer. You're going to throw this one, Judge. I mean, they run it. They run it like the mafia used to run the boxing racket. And that's the way it's done in Democrat cities. And that's why they picked. That's why they picked Philadelphia, Detroit, Atlanta to fix the election because they can fix the courts. What I'm telling you is absolutely true. And now you look at this poll and you look at the lead that he has. I mean, I just can't, I just can't believe that these are the states that I spent my life fighting in. And (laughs) these are probably the numbers he won by. Maybe not quite as much, actually. Uh, Pennsylvania, he was ahead by 800,000 before the big truck came down. You know, that guy's testifying again, Morgan. He, he, he was on with, um, 
who was he on with, Ted Morgan? He was on with someone, and he, and, he, and he basically said the FBI, you know, kind of intimidated him. Gee, we know a lot more about that now. Uh, so let's go to uh, Robert in Brooklyn. Hi, Rudy. Thanks for taking my call. Oh, um, not, not at all, Robert. Yeah. Well, yeah, I've been posting, you know, the flyers, you know, the signage about the uh, kidnapped uh, hostages. Yeah, yeah. You know? mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, because Marina Medvin on a Twitter account, she has a link, you know, for the PDF file. So I go to Marina Medvin's Twitter account and I, it's the pin tweet and I get the flyers and I print them out and I post it in the neighborhood. Sometimes I guess people take it down, but then I just put it back up. And also I've been wearing my Make America Great Again hat. Good for you. Um, you know, short time, I had, you know, for the other time, I stopped wearing it because of the fear of getting assaulted. But, you know, in this situation, you know, I think that, you know, we have to try to do our best to advocate for people who are going to, you know, this is like life and death. It's like we're in 1939, and we've got to do our best to advocate. And, um, you know, you have these Democrat senators like um, Dick Durbin, who's like number two in the Democrats. Yeah, he wants a ceasefire. Kind of, he wants a ceasefire. What about what about him talking about advocating and he wants humanitarian aid for Gaza, aka Hamas? What about talking about you know you have like about two hundred and forty hostages, about thirty four of them are children? What 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 about that? So you know the moral stories in terms of us. I mean, do ever wonder? Do you ever ever wonder why it's Durbin speaking up? Uh, He's the number two guy in the Senate. You know who his who his boss is. Well, Schumer's a big disappointment. Well, Schumer doesn't talk anymore. What happened to him? Schumer, I mean, the most dangerous thing in Washington was to be between Schumer and a microphone. What happened? Schumer loses, you know, he probably has uh, uh, some kind of voice illness. Maybe he has laryngitis. Or could it be that he doesn't have a pair of, what do you call those? I forgot. And he's Jewish. What a disgrace. What a disgrace. What a disgrace. And he's letting Israel get pushed around. And he's letting that slob Blinken go there and try to get them to do a When you're winning a war, you don't have a ceasefire. Why? So they can regroup and figure out how to shoot you in the back again? Look, there's video of them shooting from hospitals. They're shooting from hospitals. This isn't made up. They bombed their own hospital. I think that was on purpose. I don't think that was, that was, uh, and they got the New York Times to go along with it for just long enough to make it a, another a blood libel against the Jewish people. What we are witnessing is disgraceful. It's disgraceful. Decent people, I don't care if you're a Republican, Democrat, religion, whatever, come on. You can't keep doing this to the Jewish people. What the hell is wrong with you? And this is, and this is not just politics. It's not just is, uh, uh, Israel, Hamas, Iran, America, but on the top of this, driving it so much is hatred of the Jewish people. And I hate to say that because it, it, it's a sickness that's, well, gosh almighty, it's over 2,000 years old. We can't get over it. And, and particularly in a city like this where Look, Israel, Israel wouldn't exist if it weren't for the Jewish, Jewish people. It would still be a bunch of, you know, a big desert with a bunch of camels. Uh, with not producing gods, as they say in Italian. 
Now, the Jewish people made it what it is, one of, one of the most highly productive per capita nations in the world. It also made it an ally of the United States. We wouldn't have an ally there if it wasn't for the guts of the Jewish people. And we don't have an ally better than Israel. Come on, UK, maybe, 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 maybe. Australia, maybe. Israel, I count, I'm telling you who told me this. It isn't just Rudy Giuliani and who people think don't know foreign policy, who actually knows foreign policy better than the entire Biden administration. I'd take a test with Blinken any time and beat the living daylights out of him on foreign policy. But in any event, no one knows that it was my avocation. And I've been to 80 countries and da 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 But the reality is that these people, it's simple, simple, simple. They are on the other side. They are, they are secretly allied with Iran and China. China paid for it, but they got it. And uh, there's a great article in this week's or last week's now will be Epic Times about the big winner here is China. China is winning on all fronts by uh, getting uh, the U.S. and the U.K. now engaged in another front. Uh, and like uh, one of the carrier groups would have been a carrier group that would have gone to the Pacific to slow China down. But we got two of them there. And they're not protecting our, there's another, another thing. How do they do this? How do they do this? There have been 31 attacks on American bases in Iraq and Syria. One attack, they found a drone in the attic that just didn't blow up. If it had blown up, we'd have like a Marine Corps thing. There are people, uh, aren't getting slaughtered by luck. We do have one dead contractor, which they ignore. You know, Ronald Reagan responded because they killed an American, not Ronald Reagan, Donald Trump responded and kicked the hell out of Syria because they killed an American contractor. What, we don't defend American contractors who work for the military? They've even dropped them from the list. They say um, 31 attacks, 21 injured. By the way, three days ago it was 28 injured. Now it's 21. I believe phony numbers. And and they used to say one dead. Now they leave the one dead out because he wasn't a soldier. He was a contractor. He was an American. Doesn't it get you mad as an American? Doesn't it? I, mean, I hope it does. I hope so. Oh. And then uh, we've got uh, the White House is putting together this great new anti-Islamophobia study and commission and everything else. And, Ted, did you get a chance to take a look uh, for me at the comparison of, look, we have hate crimes, right? So we have crimes against Jews, right? We have crimes against sometimes Muslims, right? Uh, is, there a, is there a way we can compare that? Oh, Atricia James is just waddling to the microphones. That's that's right. Of course, uh, Jews make up less than 3% of the population, uh, yet it, according to some studies, they're, they're on the receiving end of up to even even more than 60% of, of, the, the, of, of, the, of the incidents of hate crime. And how about Muslims? There was one involving a Muslim uh, this weekend, one involving 
There's one at Stanford involving a Muslim student and one at the University of Massachusetts involving a couple of Jewish students, and they put it in as one in one. So they make it seem as if, you know, da, 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 da. but there's a big difference in numbers between the number of anti-Semitic acts and the number of anti-Muslim acts. That's, that's right, and I, you know, it's almost... It's, it's almost non-existent. You can't. I haven't been able to find good stats. Yeah, and I'm there. from Michigan. Yeah, yeah. A place with a large Jewish well, population you, uh, and a large Muslim population. Maybe I'm the biggest. Either, maybe the biggest. And I can tell you for a fact that there is little to no anti-Muslim uh, aggression. I, I can tell you for it. a fact there was little to nothing after September 11. That's right. Despite the lying president of the United States. Despite the lies in the press, right? But, no, no, no. Despite the, the lies of the president of the United States. Oh, today, yes. Who, who, the current president. The current president who right. demeans, attacks, and disgraces his own country. It's it, there's no there's zero equivalent, right? There's zero comparison in what you we're seeing. And again, I say this as someone who isn't part well, of people, either community, any, right? Anybody who lives during September 11, do you remember protests against? Uh, Islam, like we have uh, anti-Semitic rallies now, Absolutely. after September 11, when they came here and killed almost 3,000 of us? Absolutely. And they not. killed us for only one reason, in, in the name of Allah. Not one. They were all yelling, Allah Akbar, when they killed us. Not one that was verified, that right? Could, not one that I mean, wasn't I told them not to do it. I told them not to react irrationally. But, I mean, if they did, there at least been an explanation for it. Yeah, it's, it, that's not our – Americans' initial well, instinct isn't to – Go after the crooked everybody. attorney general of New York just had a press conference on the Communist News Network, and it was a very short one. It looked during the course of my discussion here, and she waddled up to the microphones, uh, just where um, just where Barzini's body was at the end of you've, The Godfather. You've you've explained that entire scene to me before. Yeah, yeah. At yeah, the yeah. steps, we were there. I don't know. I don't know if she she didn't realize it's bad luck to be there. She was exactly where Barzini got taken out uh, by the God by uh, by Michael. When it comes rolling down the steps, right? Yeah, and then he gets the last shot, coup de grace, boom, boom, boom. Uh, and then she waddled away. It was really kind of kind of interesting. Was, what do you think she had to say? Uh, some kind of political lies. You know, I mean, this is a, a totally disgraceful that the woman ran for office as a headhunter to go after one person, and that she still has a bar license, and they're going after mine. Unbelievable. But of course, they are a creature also of Trump derangement syndrome and. The, the liberal CNN's headline, New York dictatorship. New well, we've got to take a break. When we get back, we'll have the mayor's final words. And we'll also get Ted's headline. America's mayor, Rudy Giuliani. This is Rudy Giuliani uh, back with the Rudy Giuliani show and with the mayor's final thought. Sponsored by. Tunnel to Towers, T2T.org, T, the number 2T.org. That's where you send your $11 right now. You will never regret it, and I'm doing you a favor, because you're going to be taking care of the people who deserve it the most, the people who put their lives at risk to save us and protect us in what is becoming an increasingly dangerous world. These are the men and women in uniform who die in the line of duty or become catastrophically injured. They deserve your support. $11 a month means that under the direction of just an incredibly wonderful man, Frank Siller, and an equally incredible family and staff, they build smart homes for the people who are 
who are uh, impaired and can't uh, can't get around, and they take care of the mortgages when 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 one of these great heroes loses their, loses their lives. And so, please get your eleven bucks in and and do yourself a favor and America a favor. So, I'm going to go back on my final thoughts here to my role as a real estate appraiser because when I was down in Palm Beach, and we'll we'll have more on this during the week because we dug up a lot of stuff. But uh, Ted and I went around and we looked at the houses that were up for sale on the island and even off the island that were in the, you know, multiple million category. And, man, if you could get Trump's uh, Mar-a-Lago for $18 million, you could turn around and sell it for, I'm going to say bare minimum, six million, $700 Could you get the billion? Uh, yeah, you might. If If you were him selling it, you probably could. Because you got to put in, and the judge, I don't, the judge doesn't even understand it. He's so stupid. Uh, you, you, you have celebrity value. It's a, um, gosh almighty, I had to use it against me in my divorce case. My ex-wife said that things that I had were worth more because I owned them, and therefore if I sold them, I'd get more because they were mine. Uh, and, you know, the question is, and I, I couldn't disagree because it's part of the law. What is that celebrity value is another question. But, Ted, uh, I mean, the one that got me was the one, uh, it's gonna, if, if you, if you tune in tonight at eight, uh, seven, 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 our new time. If you tune in tonight at seven on, let's say, Twitter or, uh, uh, uh Rumble or any, any of those, uh, YouTube or. Getter. Yeah. You'll see the house we're talking about, but you tell me. I want, I want you to tell me. I think maybe it has more credibility if they hear it from you. Look, so the one house we're going to show you, it's about half the size of, uh, President Trump's Ballroom, if the, for anyone that's been uh, down there. Yeah, the right? ballroom a, is one of about eight uh, structures. Structures, yes. Right? So I'm trying to, you know, it's about, uh, look, it's a nice home, right? A nice house, uh, but it's a fraction of the size, yet they value this thing at just under four, $39 million. Yeah, $39, $39 million. million it's, it's, a, it's, it's maybe a, a 20th of the size of Marlboro. Yeah, it's, uh, and the, it's not it's nowhere near the water. I think I show you, uh, in the picture, we show you the driveway that has the whole property. If you drove that driveway, if you went in Mar-a-Lago and you drove that driveway, you would not be at the entrance of Mar-a-Lago. So the house would fit into the front lawn of Mar-a-Lago. Yes. The entire property would fit into the front yeah, lawn. Nicely. Nicely. With, with room nice to spare. Snug, with room to spare. Then, then, nowhere near the water. Right. Here's another thing that makes it Mar-a-Lago, you know, incredibly valuable. It's on both bodies of water. It's on both the Atlantic Ocean and on the Intracoastal. Very, very few pieces of property in Florida are on both. I can't think of one, actually. I'm sure there is one. Well, I'm no real estate expert, Mayor, but to me that may be the most valuable piece of property in South Florida. Yeah. It also has a beautiful uh, beach club. It has a beach club. The, the most beautiful. It's got tennis courts. It's got um, it's got a gorgeous house. Uh, and then it has cabins, uh, one of which uh, I should have had Andrew describe it. Andrew, when he was a kid, and Caroline and I, and Donna would go down uh, – uh, for uh, two, uh, for, uh, two, two people and two kids, and they got, they got about six. Of, oh, come on! I mean, you could get lost in that property. Yeah. It's so big. Yeah. Well, we're going to be back tomorrow, uh, and we'll see. We'll see what 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 happens. Oh my goodness! God bless America. God bless America, and God bless Donald Trump. America, we are endowed by our Creator with certain unalienable rights. Life liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. 
By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu.